Welcome to Catholic Radio for Katie Anna's presentation of Cajun Catholics. Here's your host, Todd Citron. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit. Amen. Amen. Glory to you, God. Glory for your mercy, for the blessing that you pour over all of us every day. And we praise you, God, in a special way for this program. We ask for your help, for your wisdom, for your spirit that can guide us to the truth so we can be free, so we can love, love as you love us. We ask for uh, mercy for our weaknesses and also for strength so we can glorify you with, with our lives, with, with our mind, with our deeds, with our heart. We ask for a, a special blessing for this uh, uh, company, this uh, radio station, that continue giving blessing to many people who are in loneliness, who are in poverty, who are hungry of you. In the name of Jesus, we do this program for your glory. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show. I'm your host, Todd Citron. Today I have a co-host, Mr. Pablo Rajani. He's the unofficial mayor of Lafayette. <laughs> well, it's an honor to be here. <laughs> and our guest today is Mr. Lance Struther. Needs no introduction. Probably, again, also the unofficial mayor of Lafayette. They could, they could be both uh, uh, co-existing co- there. Uh, so welcome to the show, Lance. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Pablo. And just for the record, I'm assistant to Pablo. Ah, for sure. no, no, We're no. all assistant <laughs> to Pablo. So, Lance, uh, I know you know a lot of people around town, um, but I want to hear your story. Tell me a little bit about you growing up and, and, uh, and, and, and about who you are and where you came from. Well, uh, thank you all for letting me share some time with you all this morning and, and all of your listeners. Uh, I, I was blessed to grow up with an awesome family. I am one of five kids. I've got two awesome parents, born and raised here in Lafayette, uh, raised Catholic. Uh, Both my parents are very active uh, in the church, uh, still very active there at St. Pius, and very much appreciate all of their love and formation. Um, And uh, love the city of Lafayette. Ended up uh, at St. Cecilia for a little while and Cathedral for a little while coming up, and then uh, had the blessing to go to St. Thomas More for four years, and then... Um, left town to play some college football at Arkansas Tech, and uh, then I married my high school sweetheart, Kat Giglio, um, right after our undergrad, and we moved to Shreveport for her to complete medical school, and started doing um, started doing uh, ministry while at St. Thomas More my senior year. I uh, had the opportunity to do campus ministry, and uh, really just continued to do ministry uh, in college. That was a unique experience being up in Arkansas. There were very few Catholics. So a lot of my friends there that I met and my teammates um, uh, actually had very little knowledge of what Catholicism was. In fact, uh, some of them with very good hearts and good intention asked if I was in a cult. Uh, (laughs) And uh, I think a lot of people who even love me uh, let me know that I was going to hell. Um, (laughs) Those were very formative experiences. Uh, It really pushed me to learn and start to study and, and pay a little bit more attention uh, to what it is that I, I profess to believe and do I actually believe that and live it. And uh, my wife and I did some parachute ministry in Shreveport. Um, I was working in business and then had an 
opportunity to get uh, into full-time uh, ministry and teaching religion at St. Thomas More back in 04 when we moved back to Lafayette, and I took that opportunity at St. Thomas More, and I've been there ever since. And Fifteen years. Yeah, so it's, it's a long time. My gray chin is showing it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pablo, I told you, you were gonna, we were going to take turns asking uh, Lance questions. I just want to say uh, our show is all about featuring outstanding Catholics in Acadiana. And not only is Lance an outstanding Catholic, but he has produced so many outstanding Catholics. I mean, in my mind, he's the mentor of, of most of our community as, as they move forward. I know for myself as well. So, Pablo, take well, over. Well, he's a, he's a leader. He's a definitely impressed me so much and you know and and it's incredible i i have a i, I admire very many things of lance he's always writing even in, sometimes in mass <laughs> during mass is that legal? and he's an incredible uh, uh, guitar player and it's uh, the songs he's a, also a scientist he he did a, this is a special uh, grab grabbing uh, for the ball, how does how do you call that? Uh, football. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But uh, well, so many things. But uh, but the first thing that I I saw in him, I mean, I, uh, even nobody has introduced us in the moment, and he makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah, he's he makes me laugh. He he transmits that joy, and that that is something that uh, I think it's coming from the spirit because it's, it's a, a weird moment. I think I was coming there in the moment that uh, Lance was uh, has uh, the opportunity to be the, the campus ministry director, for, because he was already working in SEM. Isn't that that thing? That's but, uh, so we came uh, after John Listy was, uh, <coughs> you know, uh, coming to another uh, uh, work. Trip, yeah, yeah. And it was it was uh, something that really I have in my in my heart, Lance and and. And that's continue every every day. That joy that you transmit. Uh, so thanks for that. Well, thank you, Pablo. I, I remember that moment well when I met Pablo. Um, I don't know what it was that made me just bust out laughing, but before we actually <laughs> exchanged words, we made eye contact. It was back in the campus ministry office at St. Thomas More. Um, we were getting ready to begin discussing um, options for mission work. And uh, we made eye contact and just started busting out laughing. It was <laughs> yeah, like yeah, uh, it was weird. It was a it was a brotherhood, a brotherhood from the beginning. Um, but uh, you you've been a dear friend, Pablo, and and as have you, Todd. So thank you. Wow, I thought you were laughing so. about my yeah. nose, but you you have a, a nose almost. Well, like, l- like let my. the truth be told here on the radio station. <laughs> that is what I was laughing at from the get go. It's what keeps me laughing now. Yeah. Okay, Pablo. Somewhere in there, there was supposed to be a question. Is there was there a question in there somewhere? <laughs> well, uh, what was the moment of your life the the turning the turning point? But I think it's. This program has to be of that, and yes. mostly. As what is the turning point that that you will say you you have three minutes of the to say this? Wow! The, the turning point you have only three minutes. The the apostle uh, uh, Paul says in three minutes his conversion three times in the gospel. Wow! So, so well, well, you have four minutes. Okay, thank <laughs> you, Pablo. You're generous. <laughs> Um, I, I, first, I want to just point out how important it is to have parents that help build a foundation. Um, I was uh, I had spent a lot of time resistant to that foundation, particularly in my social life, away from the eyes and ears of my parents. They were not necessarily aware of how much I 
uh, did not like the rules that the uh, the faith was asking me to follow. Um, and so I had a lot of fun uh, in ways that teenagers typically do. Um, and then the summer between my sophomore and junior year of high school is when everything changed for me. Um, I had the opportunity. I had a friend that showed me a video of a summer camp out in California um, called Woodleaf. And they were zip lining and they were riding dune buggies and horseback riding. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm a big adventure guy. I love having a blast and love hanging out with friends. And I was like, you know what, that, that adventure alone, I, I am going to that camp. I will tolerate the Jesus stuff, <laughs> but I'm going to go zip, zipping down that zip line on the blob and, and hiking the mountains and riding the dirt bikes and whatnot. So uh, my parents couldn't afford it all, so I, uh, I helped them out, and I push mowed some yards, and we put some money together, and I, I hopped on a plane and flew out to California to have a blast. Upon arrival, I started to pay attention, um, just observing other people from around the country that were there, and they were living out of a joy that was unusual. I, I, I had never quite seen such joy. Um, I, I knew how to have fun. But this thing I was observing in these kids was, was different. And uh, the more I looked at it, the more I wanted it. And, uh, and so I began to be curious and start to ask questions to, uh, to random people, and certainly at nighttime when we were processing our faith life. And uh, each night, it's, there was basically an invitation to all of us to, uh, to really just give our lives to Christ, to stop uh, putting a little toe in the water and, and regulating that commitment, but instead just, just jump and uh, take a leap of faith and give, give God your whole life, and he'll take care of you today, and, and don't worry about t- tomorrow. I was very honest in the evenings. I would just, as the week went on, I said, guys, I'm not, I'm not ready. Uh, to be really, really frank, mm-hmm. it, 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 in my adolescent experience, it was very simple, like drinking and partying or Jesus. It was that simple. Mm-hmm. And uh, every night I said no thank you to Jesus because I could not imagine myself having to give up what so much of my social life was committed to. Uh, and I think that's a struggle throughout South Louisiana with, with, with not just uh, children but adults, you know, no question about it. You know? Yeah, yeah, and, and I just couldn't, couldn't imagine getting over that hurdle. I was afraid what Jesus would ask me to give up. And so I, I, gave, the, I gave the answer no until the last night. Uh, the people that was uh, with me, particularly Mike Keefe and his team, and, and I'm forever indebted to Mike uh, for his love for me and his patience with me, but Mike was a true example of a, of a youth minister that met the young person where they're at. So when I was given my answers and when I was clouded and, and, and distant, uh, this, this gentleman that had led me out there just loved me where I was at. He was very patient mm-hmm. with where I was at. And his response was more love, just more love. He didn't mm-hmm. force anything. Um, and man, my heart just changed over the course of that week. And to the last night, I had a very, very powerful experience on the top of a mountain. Uh, everybody had kind of fallen asleep. I was laying on my back, looking up at the sky and that night in a moment with very unique clarity, uh, the Lord asked me for my heart and, um, I gave him my heart with every ounce of depth I had at that age and I had no idea what would come of it but I was absolutely certain I was giving this I was giving my life to Jesus and uh, really everything changed from there was a huge turning point what a beautiful moment that you will never forget huh? and now share you sharing this in in public and I, I would like to make emphasis in this that 
Uh, you have been working many years with mission trips, uh, retreats, uh, young people, and and I have seen also that most of the, I would say 90% or more, uh, this testimony uh, begins in a, an experience with with this kind of activity. When you go apart, when you go with with a retreat, when you take the decision to say, I'm, I, I, I want something more. It's like, like you are following Jesus, not because I'm going to hell because you are too old, you know. Mm-hmm. It was not my, my case that I, I was 32 years old already with a, with a, my business and and the, the Lord, I told the, the testimony here in the dream. But um, in the most of the cases, I have seen that the, the Lord is using this powerful method of uh, looking the joy of others so you can, you can be attracted to him. That is the, the first step. So, so you, you was, and, and now uh, you are doing the same with other people. And, and I would like to invite to, to people who are hearing this in other uh, uh, institutions, uh, uh, high schools, uh, primary schools, universities, that they, they need to do the same as uh, SEM is doing in the last years making emphasis in this kind of activities, not only once a year, you know, but many times a year. Mm-hmm. And I have been blessed in Costa Rica and many other countries uh, hosting this, this kind of activities. So it's so important that you may go to re- receive mathematical physics all the, the three or four years uh, preparing for something, but it's so powerful that the word of the Lord, that the spirit in, in that moment, that in, in, in one activity, you can be changed, and that will be the, the turning point. You're listening to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show with Pablo and Todd uh, co-hosting today and our guest, Lance Strother. Just a powerful testimony to uh, Pablo and I talked about this, a family man. And, and, and um, I think one of the things I was telling Pablo when we went on our mission trip, the things that the kids loved to see was how much of a family man, how much how his children and his wife looked at him. And I see the same thing with you, Lance. I see your children and your wife look at you in that way that's just uh, everyone would want that. And uh, like St. Francis says, speak the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. I I feel like that describes you very well. Uh, Where do you get your motivation? I mean, I don't know. I've never seen you down. I'm sure sometimes you do. We're definitely not around when that happens. But how do you stay motivated? I think I'm extremely blessed with the... Uh, people around me, I would say uh, my my relationship with the Lord and my prayer life, coupled with uh, my foundation, uh, which is my family, uh, those are the things that begin uh, my energy and my motivation. Um, I absolutely love my family. My my wife Cat is uh, is a huge supporter. She's amazing in her faith. She's she's an influence on my life. She's uh, uh, an intrinsic accountability system uh, because of the way that she chases after Jesus. So that that stirs my heart and, and it keeps me committed in my own prayer life. Um, I think it begins from there and then I'm just, you know, um, as iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. I think that uh, it's not any kind of uh, magic strategy to stay motivated, to stay inspired uh, for the long haul. I think it has a lot to do with a lot of practical things, including uh, where am I spending my time? Uh, the people around me that, that I get to hang out with on a daily basis, 
they're amazing people. Um, I friend, my friends and colleagues at St. Thomas More, I, I work with young people. Young people are, uh, you know, we, we, we often talk about uh, the great benefit of our young people growing up and becoming our, our future, but young people are the hope of today. They are um, a beautiful song of the church, and uh, they're a mess, <laughs> but uh, I love that. You know, that's, that's real. Uh, life is, is messy when you, get, when you get down into the reality of it. And uh, so when you get kind of into the mess, you get to see the faithfulness of Christ. Uh, when Jesus is introduced into the mess, he redeems the mess and makes it a message. And uh, to be part of that and part of that, uh, that story for other people in service of them on their way to Christ, it's invigorating. It's, uh, it's John 10.10. 10, it's life abundant. It's, it's draining, but uh, I believe in holy exhaustion. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my desire at night is to, to be exhausted, but to have a holy exhaustion when I lay my head on the pillow. Uh, Lance, I, I'm, I'm sure that, uh, that those gifts that the Lord has given to you is, are... Uh, strengthened with the knowledge and the, the experience as a, a football uh, football and I, I was going to say soccer now yeah. no not <laughs> soccer now <laughs> a football American football yeah. uh, uh, trainer and 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 you know uh, you have been in sports and I also have been in sports and we know that if we play in a team we need to, motivation is so important it's, it's more important than, than, not, than nothing more and and you need to to have those uh, rest periods uh, after weightlifting, after running hard, you know, or, or a defense or when to attack. And uh, for me, it's, 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 uh, it's very important, uh, your testimony, because I remember uh, in this uh, past two years, we have been in the Skin on the Game. It's a retreat, a men retreat that uh, I recommend it very, very much for those who want uh, uh, to grow. Uh, when Lance came uh, to these retreats, he's another one. He's not a, the leader. He's another one who is singing. He's another, He's just there, um, um, just uh, quiet and learning. And I remember you have told me, Pablo, I come here because I need it. So I think it, for to be motivated is, is to be humble. To be humble because <coughs> to, to realize that you need also from the other people. It doesn't matter if you know the Bible. The devil knows the Bible very well. doesn't matter if you have been very famous or very great, great singer or conversion, many other people. You need, you need uh, uh, to, to drink of, of the, the, the Holy Spirit from other people. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciate that from you because you are a testimony for us. And, and to remind us that it doesn't matter we are so popular or, or we know many things. You are always open to hear. Uh, you're always writing. You're always trying to to get the best from everybody, and that that is something that I have learned very much from you. Praise God. Thank you, Pablo. Pablo, you have to ask him a question now. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I will say. I love. We're having fun out here. Okay, okay. Let's uh, let's uh, ask uh, uh, Lance. What do you think is is the most difficult thing? of being a, a Christian or Catholic or following Jesus? What is the, the narrow path mm-hmm. for you? Well, that's a good question, and uh, I guess I could take that many places, but I, I think my knee-jerk reaction um, 
is, you know, when chasing after Christ, uh, he's perfect. He's, okay. he's the essence of beauty. Uh, he is love. My, my, my favorite Bible verse in Scripture is 1 John 4, 7, 8. Uh, he who loves knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. That's, that, that is the epicenter of my faith. It's the epicenter of my Catholicity. It drives everything that I do. And so, so God is perfect love. I think the most challenging and difficult part of being a Christian, a Catholic, is, is Jesus being my ultimate point of reference in, in his beauty and perfection. My, my journey is not so perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not so beautiful. It's uh, it um, I, that campus ministry title and the titles that I, I have. I used to always be afraid of those uh, because it comes with a public perception that is oftentimes not accurate. Um, I'm just a, I'm just another guy, a, a brother on the journey that falls, that sins, that makes mistakes, and then has to you know be honest with myself and recognize that man, I you know God is love and love is patient, and I am not patient sometimes. Mm-hmm. And God is love, and love is kind, and and I am quick-tempered sometimes. Uh, It doesn't brood over injury. It does not celebrate sin. It is not pompous, and sometimes pride gets the best of me. Uh, And so the challenge of becoming like Christ, which is, you know, all of our journeys as Christians, that's uh, it's a tough challenge. One of the things that I appreciate about the question is I believe in tough stuff. It's one of the reasons I love the sport of football. Uh, I believe... I believe in in the value of doing hard things. Uh, I believe in the value of suffering, even though when it's when I'm underneath the pressure of it, I don't say that so so quickly and easily. Um, but like in most things in nature, when it's under stress and it's it's there's friction and it's challenged, um, it's it's typically cultivating a better thing. Um, and in life, I think for our hearts and souls. It's very similar. Christ uh, showed us that uh, in his own in his own journey and passion. So I appreciate the question of. So how it, it's it's like a reminds me of the the verse of, of Jesus when he says, "Those who wants to win the life, how do you say in English? In Spanish is for me easier. How will will lose it? And those who yeah. wants to, to 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 lose the life for me, it's like to lose the life to to die to mm-hmm. to our own our own things. But it, uh, it's 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 like a contradictory thing because you can feel that when you are dying for that you are really discovering the real life mm-hmm. the real the real potential that you have uh, that, that that it was like a I now well I now I'm using new glasses and this is a <laughs> perfect <laughs> you can see because we are in a radio but <laughs> but uh, they look good if yeah, you could yeah. see him you would be impressed yeah I, I didn't know I was so handsome <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah really did you believe that brother who was the eye doctor that did <laughs> yeah. your glasses they did a really creative uh, thing oh, she is, give props to Dr. Leanne Gilder <laughs> well she gives me b- many uh, uh, self confidence also yeah <laughs> So thank you, Lance, and I think we we all, we all need to to deal with that every day. It's, I think it's every day we need to go there to the to Christ's uh, uh, feet and say, Lord, I, I need to die. Please help me to die to uh, to my own think things and uh, mine uh, uh, desires, so I can desire your desires. 
What do you think, Todd? I love that. Um, so time flies when you're having fun. we got about five minutes left in the show. Uh, you're listening to the Cajun Catholic Radio Show with Lance Strother. Lance, uh, I know you, you got – tell us what you're doing right now. You have, I know you have an endeavor with your, uh, with your business, which you, you, I heard your speech about spiritual um, uh, life cycle. Yep. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, we're um, super blessed to uh, continue to, to serve and work at St. Thomas More as campus minister and coach. Um, but I've, I've partnered up with, uh, some dear friends of mine and, and some really, you know, amazing influencers in our, in our, some good Cajun Catholics, some, some amazing Cajun Catholics in Paul George and Mark Weber. And, uh, yeah, we launched a company in January called lead professionals group. And, um, our vision and mission is to, to take our years of experience walking with people in faith, uh, meeting people where they're at journeying with them to Christ. Um, and we have, we have set out to uh, work with leaders all over the place with a focus on the spiritual components of leadership. Uh, in fact, we just had our, our first public event this past Saturday called Sold Out Leadership, and I uh, had a, a, a wonderful lineup of speakers, and each, each of those speakers were leaders in different industries with different expertises, and uh, they gave testimony to the value of an uh, an integrated spirituality into their leadership roles, um, and uh, you know that's that's a big exciting thing on the on the forefront right now that we're really trying to bring into corporate America. It's a I love that you know th- th- that th- hits home with me because you know uh, it, when you can intertwine your business life and your spiritual life and it all comes together, it's just such a beautiful thing. And for me. It's in the Adoration Chapel in the mornings. You know, you, you, you start to see clarity in your in your not only your spiritual life but in your work life, and decisions become easy. And not that it that it's easy to be successful in business because it is a grind. But um, God's gonna uh, you you won't hurt. I think good, the good Lord puts you in places where really for me business is 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 where you're able to. Uh, to, to preach to others, not preach, that's a bad word, you know, um, to witness to others your love for Christ and how they can coexist. They and, can, uh, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people are afraid of it. One of the, the tensions that we found that we, we, we want to help is uh, an unhealthy compartmentalization of our faith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we love the Lord, we go to Mass, um, we may even have some, some morning prayer time or some good disciplines. But uh, when we enter the workplace, uh, it's back in the grind. The circumstances are the same. The stress is there. It's overwhelming oftentimes. Um, and we, in some cases, have established some norms and some habits, uh, some, some routines that are less than our best. Um, and I think when we dilute um, the spiritual dimension of who we are um, because it's quote-unquote business or it's corporate America, I think we're leaving out uh, a very, very important uh, piece the, uh, of ourselves as we interact with people, as we lead people, um, you know, and we may be taking care of, you know, some of the necessary business pieces like money, but are we maximizing the relationships that we have? Um, you know, we've got uh, great opportunities <clears throat> to make an impact in business. I think we need to bring that spiritual component to it. Tell our, <clears throat> tell our listeners if they want to get involved with you, how, how do they do that? Uh, they can uh, contact leadprofessionalsgroup.com. We've got uh, we've got a contact information there, um, and uh, they can they can look me up on the St. Thomas More website. My my cell number is published everywhere. 
Beautiful. I, I want to rebaptize uh, Lance in this moment. I feel that. And I, I want to call you from now on the David of Lafayette. Oh, Pablo, Pablo, tone it down. And you, know, you, know, down. you know why? Why? Because David was a great leader, a king, many gifts, uh, very powerful, a prophet, and all that. But, but for the most, he was the singing, of, the singer of the Lord. Love so that. I will also, you who are here, uh, here in this program, to buy a, a CD that he made because he is a, a great singer. And the, he has composed many uh, beautiful songs, and he's a poet. So thank you, <laughs> thank you, Lance. Thank you, Lance. Lance thank, thank you for being on the show. It was Thanks, a blessing guys. having you here, and I wish you nothing but the best. You're my friend and my, my mentor, and I love you. Love yeah. y'all too, guys. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you.